Welcome to Dare a New Belief, a place to discover what is possible for your life after the loss of a loved one, and where you will find inspiration, insight, support, and love, and hopefully a bit of laughter to help you through the day. Now here's your host, Nada Hogan. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dare a New Belief. I'm your host, Nada Hogan. And I have the grand honor to be with my new and wonderful friend, Esme Lawrence. Esme is a former Olympian. She is also a health professional, and she is now on a mission to help women that are working in high-stress professional jobs and CEOs that own their own company, helping them manage stress. And let me tell you what, Esme knows everything about stress. So, and handling it and overcoming (laughs) it and becoming very successful in the face of stress. So Esme, welcome and thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Nada. I am I am so honored. I feel honored to be um to for you to have me on your show. And uh, thank you so much. And I can't wait to share my story with your audience. Oh, and I'm telling you, they will love it. You guys will love Esme's story. It's just, it's um, heartwarming and beautiful. And she's just as gorgeous on the inside as she is on the outside. And so Esme, we're going to dive right in here. And I just want to ask you, since this is, this is your work, you coach CEOs and professional women in dealing with stress and handling stress. So I would like to ask you from your own personal experience, how do you handle stress? And can you give us an example of one of the big stressful events that have happened in your life and how you overcame that? Oh, stress. I've had a (laughs) a journey with stress like most people. But um, one of the big stress that event that happened to me was uh, recently just getting divorced. And, uh, you know, of course, you you marry someone and you think that the marriage is going to last forever. Right. And then you end up falling, you know, like um, you're going in a separate direction, you know, kind of growing apart. And that was to me, that was very stressful. Because, you know, I thought, well, what's going to happen to, I mean, I have older children, but what's going to happen to my children, my income, you know, just my, my way of life, you know, it's just totally, it's totally different. And, and so I had to um, really dig deep, you know, and, and initially, of course, I was, you know, feeling depressed because, you know, I mean, life wasn't supposed to happen this way. Right. But um, I was feeling a little, you know, depressed. And I thought, well, what's the point in wallowing in self-pity? you know, and feeling depressed and, and, uh, and not, um, you know, living a fulfilled life. So I, I said, you know, my mom would not be happy with me if I'm feeling, you know, that I'm feeling depressed. And uh, so it, this is the fact that she, my mom, you know, knows what stress really is. And uh, I thought, well, you know what, I am going to pick myself up. And the way I picked myself up, I just changed my, the way I thought about stress. And I thought, well, you know what? It's not stress that's, that um, is going to kill me. It's my reaction to it. So yes, you know, I'm just, I'm going through a divorce, but I know that um, the best way is to pick myself up. So I started, and of course, at that point I was, you know, I was overweight. I was eating, um, I was about 30 pounds overweight. I was eating junk food. I was doing all the stuff that I know as, an, as a former Olympian not to do. Right. <laughs> I was doing it, you know, <laughs> so I changed my life. I just totally changed my life. I started uh, working out. I started, I started loving me again. 
So I start working out. I start eating better. Then I, then I, as soon as the weight started um, you know, dropping, I started gaining more self-confidence. And so I thought, yeah, this is the way to manage stress. It's just action. You know, so, take, so take action. And so once I started that, it was like a snowball effect. Then I thought, yeah. and then I started feeling good about myself. I thought, well, I need to reinvent myself. I need to do something that I love and something I've always wanted to do. And I thought, you know, I've always wanted to, to be an author. Well, I always wanted to be a podcaster. So I started the, down the journey of that. And uh, so that, that took me out of that depression. You know, there's nothing like getting over depression and stress by action, doing something. Right. And that took me, yeah, that took me out of, um, out of my depression, you know, just, just by doing things and, and thinking positive. Yes. Yes. So Esme, I know you were speaking about your mom, that you were thinking about your mother and that she wouldn't be happy with the way that you were handling that stress and, and that voice of just pick yourself up and get on with stuff. Did your mother have to overcome a lot of stressful events? Was she a big role model for you to... Oh. Yeah. Can you share with us about your mom? Yes. Yes. My mom was a huge role model for me. You know, my mom was actually born in, in, um, in the Kingston, Jamaica. She was living in the ghetto. And this part of Jamaica is called Trenchtown. And that's where she was, um, you know, she was um, born and she, and she had five kids, you know, mm-hmm. and I was a third child. And so my mom, you know, like um, she, my father left us and, you know, basically abandoned the family. And so she was a single mom by herself wow. and um, living in the ghetto. And she said, you know, she always said, I am going to, I'm going to, you know, move out of this ghetto one of these days. And my mom was so smart. She, you know, she would sell stuff at the market. You know, I mean, she only had a grade eight education, right? Wow. But she, she always had a goal of, um, you know, of, of getting out of, of that ghetto. And so she saved and then the opportunity showed up one day where she was able to go to Canada. And in order to go to Canada, she left her children behind. That was a big sacrifice. And that was very stressful on my mom. Oh, and then, my so she gosh. Came to Canada. Yes. Yeah, I, I couldn't imagine. Five kids and you're leaving Five them behind kids. to go to Canada. That's yes. some serious stress. And serious scary. stress. You oh. know, for, yeah, so because she wanted a better opportunity for, yeah. her, for her family, you know. And so she came to Canada and it was cold. You know, when she first came, she didn't even have a winter jacket. Oh she no! Didn't, yeah, didn't even know what winter was oh. until she stepped out. And it's like, oh my gosh, it was cold, you know. Oh. And then living with you know people she didn't know, and uh, yeah. and so she came and and she you know working two three jobs, and you know what was so special about my mom that she would um, sacrifice for you know what she wanted and she would send money back to Jamaica for yeah. her for her children, yeah. And so yeah, it was it was really tough, you know, and and so of course. You know, you know, eventually we all came up to Canada. She worked and she applied for us and we ended up coming and became Canadian citizen. But my mom always, I mean, you know, she, I never, my mom never had a sick day. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Never had a sick day in her life, wow. you know, and because, I, mean, I, I don't know how she did it. She would, she would wake up in the morning and she would cook her food before she went to work. Wow. And then she would, uh, she would take the bus and go to her first job, and then take the bus, go to her second job, you Ugh. know, and so she was always working two, three jobs, 
you know, because she always, you know, wanted to make sure that we always had money. We always have, you know, food on the table. Well, we always had clothes to wear. Yeah. So my mom was a special kind of mom, you know, and of course, you know, she was, a, she was a Christian lady. So she had strong belief. Yeah. She believed that, that God would provide, you know, and so, so even with, uh, with um, not knowing anybody in Canada, she always was positive, you know, and I'm thinking, you know, how did, how did she, how, how did she become so positive? Because that was, there was no options. <laughs> there right. were no other options. Either she's positive or she's, or she's, you know, dying, you yeah. know, and she could, she had to, she had to be an example for, for us, for us, for us kids. And I think that's why I'm so positive, positive too. And even, you know, when the times that I feel depressed, you know, and that, you know, when I was depressed at work, depressed at home, I, I really think that my mom and her example was a great example for me. And so I saw that, I saw how she rise up you know, herself above the stress, you know, she mm-hmm. felt it, stress, stress came at her, but she never let stress, um, you know, get her down. Right. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, you can yeah. feel that passion and that, yes. that power inside of you from your mom. I think that's beautiful. Right. I have more questions to ask you about your mom, but it makes me wonder that dedication and that work ethic of having two and three jobs and taking a bus from this place to that place and, and yeah. to do more work and, and just the just coming from Jamaica over to Canada, not knowing anybody and how scary right. that whole entire trip had to have been. And because you're a former Olympian, I mean, that's, that's just, wow, that's right. wow. So do you think that everything that your mother modeled for you was part of how you became an Olympian? Oh yes, my mom yeah. was disciplined. She yeah. was disciplined. She was or like she had a schedule of like clockwork, uh, and you know, and yeah, you know, she was disciplined, and she always made sure she was, you know, she was always on time for work. She always cooked, you know. So we would uh, wake up no matter what time. There's always food, you know, wow. and so she always know that time. You know, to be successful, you must be disciplined. So year in year out, she would have the same schedule. You know, wow. and so with me going back as a, and I saw that as, as an example, you know, and it's funny, I didn't know what I was looking at back then. I didn't know, you know, what it meant. But when I, you know, when I started, um, you know, running, started track and field, I was disciplined. You know, I went to practice and I had a goal and, and I, I was driven. And the same, the same drive that, that drove me to, be, to become an Olympian, same, the same drive that drove my mom to end up, um, you know, when she was in her 50s, I think she was in her 50s, she bought a car, bought her home, you know? Oh, and so, wow. yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she was a smart and she worked hard and, you know, and so to, to all the things that she accomplished in her life, you know, is because she was driven, that she was disciplined. And it's the same thing I feel. And, and she passed it on to me, even though back then I didn't know she was passing it on to me. You right. know, now that she's gone, I realize that she's given, she gave me she gave me so much. She gave the family so much of an example of how to live, Yeah, you know? And, and so my mom was just, you know, and, and when I think about my, my mom now, I think, you know, I want to make my mom proud. Right. I want to I be that woman that my mom always thought that I, that I, that I am. And, right. uh, you know, and yeah, so that's, that is my, and that's my passion. And, you know, it's funny because um, 
now that I've learned how to overcome my stress, and I'm not saying stress is not going to get you, you know, but I know not to stay in that low, that low spot. Right. You know, like, so I always know that I can rise up. I can be better. I can say, yeah, stress is coming and it's, you know, it's trying to knock me down, but I'm, I won't let it. I won't allow it. I won't, don't, I won't allow it to defeat me. Absolutely. Right. Right. Absolutely. Isn't it amazing how your mother taught you so much? And, and I think that the greatest teachers in the world are the people who teach us and we don't even know that we're being taught. And it yes. sounds like your mother did such a beautiful job doing that. Oh, she did. She really did. And, oh. you know, and it's not until you're old, you realize and you sit back and go, wow, my mom was pretty awesome. Yeah. You know? And she was a great mom. And, you know, and I pride myself on being a great mom. I think I'm a great mom because I, I got that, that example from my mom. Sure. Yeah. Yes. What a what? Yeah. I think it's the most beautiful compliment in the world when our kids say, like, yeah, you are a great mom. And then, and we feel the same way about our parents. I think that's just such a beautiful thing. Right. Ah, yes. That's yes. So awesome. So, Esme, when you're working with your clients, because you're working with high-end people, I mean, like CEOs, people who are running their own businesses, and there's so much going on behind the scenes. And right. corporate wherever, professionals who have these high-stress jobs. And right. because you have overcome so many stressful circumstances and you manage your stress, everything that goes on in your life, you're juggling a lot. You have a lot on your plate and yet oh, yes. you're able to juggle it. And it seems almost effortlessly, but mm -hmm. I know that there's a skill, there's a talent to that. So what is it that you share with your clients, and if you have a tip or something, uh, uh, you know, a step that somebody can take for the listeners, if you're able to share something that they could do right away in managing their stress, whether they're CEOs or they're a stay-at-home mom and they have all of the stress of just managing the, the household right. and babies, and what, what can you offer to the listeners in that regards? You know, it's funny about stress. You know, if you think of stress, um, you think of how we manage stress and you, it's like a, a, the analogy of an iceberg. So that we see an iceberg. And so you see this a tip of the iceberg, but what's under that, what's under that ice? It's pretty deep, you know? And so this is, a, this is a thing that people don't see how people react to stress. You don't really see it. You know, right. you just see that person, you see a little, you know, glimpse of it, right? You know, and so, but, but, but um, deep down, that person is stressed out, you know, either, you know, you work in a high stress profession or your CEO, you are stressed. And yeah. one of the, the key thing is, I always say to my clients is this, you have to believe in yourself. You have to believe that you can manage stress because stress, it, it, it's always there. It's something that will never leave you. Right. Okay, there's, there is always stress coming at you, but it's, the key is how do you manage? Okay. And it's, it's how you think. You, right. you think that you, you have to think that you can overcome stress. You can manage, say, yes, it's coming at me, but I know how to manage. And I won't, I won't um, let um, stress drown me. You know, like it's like a, a wave coming over you and drowning you. I won't allow that. And right. so it's how you think. You got you to think that way. And so if you, if you start thinking that, yeah, okay, um, you know, this is happening at work. Okay, this is happening in my home. Yeah, this is going on, but I can manage. And so you have to change how you think. And right. that's a key tip there. Change how you think and you change your world. 
Absolutely. Right. Yep. Because you can have stress, but stress does not have to have you. Exactly. Doesn't yeah. have to hug you. You know, I always say that, you know, I mean, when, when I, this is before I learned how to manage my stress, stress will come even at home or at work or wherever. It would just grab onto me and it would give me a big hug and it wouldn't let me go. <laughs> <laughs> not the hug we wanted. <laughs> Not the hug. No, not that kind of hug. And so, you know, it would just like, you know, let me, and, and, I, and I'll be fighting and thinking, oh, you know, oh my gosh, I'm so stressed out. I'm, you know, and I would use all these negative, you know, words like, you know, like I am this and I'm that and stress is, you know, instead of just letting go and go, okay, it's here. What's, what do I do now? Right. You know, think about it. What do I do now? What's the next step? So that's how I, so I teach my clients how to handle stress. What's the next level? What do I do when stress comes my way? You know? And so, and so then, and then once you start realizing that, yeah, I don't have to, I don't have to hug stress. <laughs> right. You know, right. I can just, you know, I can just say, okay, I see it, but it's not going to drown me today. Right. It's a, and, and so the second step is a, it's a decision you make. You must make that decision. Yes. Make it, you know, and once you make it, you realize, yes, I can handle stress. Yes. But it's, it's a journey. You know, you you take baby steps, you know, especially the people who are, you know, are used to being drowned by stress every day. They come back, you know, they come home and they're just like, Oh, I hate my job. Or, Oh my God, this is, you know, this client is just ridiculous or seeing all the negative things in, in people and what's going on. Turn around, see it as a positive. Right. Because it's a challenge. See, stress is a challenge. Yes. You know, it's like, you know, so if you see it as a challenge, it's like, I can meet this challenge. Absolutely. You know, so see it more of a positive than a negative. Right. And that's a, that's a, that is a big, big key to overcoming stress. Yeah. You know, and it just reminded me of something because I had an event today with my computer and I'm unabashedly, I don't have any problem telling people I, I am working on my tech skills. And <laughs> after I had, I mean, it was a long day trying to get my computer fixed and it's not completely fixed. And so I was getting completely stressed out about it. And one of the things that I found myself saying to myself is, well, I'm just not going to work with computers anymore. My whole life will be computer free. Oh well, boy. That's the right. That's not going to work. <laughs> no, it's not going to work. So what are you going to do? Go bury your head in the sand? So it, it's, right, it, it's seeing the problem for what it is. This, it's a thing. That thing doesn't have to have me. So maybe right. I need to check out other avenues to get the computer fixed or whatever it happens to be. But it's amazing what we say to ourselves and then set ourselves up for more failure. Yes. Right? And then watch it kind of, that stress take over and spin oh, us yeah. out of control. You're so right. You sp- it spins you out of control. And before you know, you're thinking, how did I get here? Like, how, right. why is my life like this? Exactly. How did, how did my life, you know, like it's been into a, into a, a cycle of, of depression. How? Like, how did this happen? Right. You know? And so, so, but yeah, but if you end up thinking, yeah, okay, I can deal with this challenge. This is going on. Okay. How do I reverse this? How do I see it differently? I need to look at it and with a different different lens, right. right? So, and if you if you if you look at it in a positive lens, you realize that you know what this is this is a good thing, right? Because it's it's forcing me to think differently, maybe do things a little different, you know. Embrace you embrace it, you know. And so, if you embrace it, you know, then you're not struggling with it. It's like okay, I got this, 
Right, right. And maybe have some kind of creative genius idea because of the stress. The stress brought this on. And if I look at it differently, if I think about it differently, right. I could come up with a genius idea with this. Right. Oh, right? for sure. You know, yeah. even as a runner, I, you know, I mean, I experience stress. You know, like, I mean, when you have, when you have big competitions that's coming up and you're feeling anxious, you know, it's, you know, it's coming and sometimes you can't sleep the night before your competition, you know, and then you realize that, you know what, if I just calm myself down, right. I've trained for this. My body knows what to do. I can manage this. You know, so it's, it's, it goes back to your mind, how you think it's like, okay. You know, I mean, I know that um, I know that I've trained for this competition. I know that I'm feeling, you know, nervous. And, and so, so, well, instead of saying, saying nervous, say, I'm excited. <laughs> right? Yeah, so it's just, right? just how you play on words, right? Right. Right. For sure. It, because especially a former Olympian, I mean, you had to have been under extreme amounts of stress. I mean, I would imagine just knowing that there's people in the grandstands watching yes. you just, oh. I can't even imagine what that stress would be like. Oh, and then yes. all of this, you have to make the time. And I mean, I, I don't even know everything that it would take place to, to become right. an Olympian, but oh, oh. man. Well, oh yes. You know, I mean, and you know, like I said, you know, when you're, when you're running, you know, you're, you're training, you're breaking your body down, but you're breaking your body down to build it up again. Right. So that's very stressful. Cause sometimes, you know what, <laughs> I would come home and I could barely walk. Oh, especially, especially going upstairs. I could barely go upstairs because you're oh. training and you put so much, so much, you know, heart and so determination and everything into training. Yeah. Right. And so you break, you break yourself down, but to build yourself back up. Right. Wow. You know, so when, yeah. Oh, yeah. So when stress comes, it breaks you down. But you know what? You'll, if you use it and you think differently, you'll, you'll use stress and build yourself up. And it makes it even stronger because after I went through my transformation with, uh, with stress and thinking, yeah, I know how to handle stress. I can do this. I am a, I'm a stronger, more powerful woman because, right. of, because of what happened to me, because of that journey where I was, you know, I was so lost and stressed out. And then once I found my way back and think, oh my gosh, Esme, you're a more powerful woman. And that's, that's where the passion, you know, comes from to teach others to how, to how they can manage their stress. Right. Isn't that beautiful when we go through something that is painful and stressful yes. and things that break us down and right. on the other side of that, is yes. that now I can help other people be right. where I was and bring them up to where I am now, which is such exactly. a beautiful place and powerful place. Oh, it is. You know, I feel so much, so much joy in my heart. You know, I, I just want to share it. I want everybody to be as happy as I am. <laughs> yes. You, <laughs> you can know, hear I, the passion. <laughs> I do, you know, and I thought, you know, because I, I still remember that, that, you know, that, that Esme that was stressed. Yeah. I still remember her, you know, and it's like, oh my gosh. It's like, really? Esme, why did you let yourself be like, go that low? You know, where it's like, oh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to quit my job. I'm, I'm going to, you know, all the little negative things that happens, you know, in your brain and, you know, you know, coming home crying, you're at home and, you know, all you want to watch is TV and, you know, in a, in a state of, you know, the state of depression. Right. You know, but then once you've, once you overcome that journey, you're thinking, Okay, now this is what it feels like to be alive. This is the purpose. This is what God intended me to be happy, 
Yeah. You know, and so, and, and you know, what's really good about, um, you know, being happy and, um, and excited about life is that if you fall, it's okay. If, yeah. if one day stress comes in, it, it hugs you. <laughs> then it's like, it's okay. Because you know what? It's okay. I don't want stress hugging me today. And so you, you have, you fall. Maybe you might say you failed that day, but you can always start over. Absolutely. Right. And start over and live that life that, that God intended you to live. Right. You know, he, right. He, like he wants us to be happy. Right. You know, and so, so then free. And so once I felt free and just powerful, I said, other women, they need to learn this skill. They need to know how to manage their stress because they're going to be a lot happier at home and in the workplace, no matter where they work. Absolutely. Absolutely. And don't you feel like taking that first step is the hardest thing to do when you're under that, that or, or being squeezed to death by that stress? Don't you think finding that, that first step to be able to change that is the hardest thing to do? Or is there something you find harder? The first step is the hardest to do. You know, and I remember when I, I decided that, you know what, I, I don't want to live like this. I want to, I want to be the, the woman that, you know, that my mom intended me to be, the woman that God intended me to be, you know, mm-hmm. and then when I, you know, cause I was like about 30 pounds overweight and, uh, and of course I'm tall, so it doesn't really look it, but I know, I know <laughs> that yeah, it made a difference know. in my eyes, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> when my clothes can't fit me anymore. I know there's an issue, you know? And so, and so then I thought, oh, Okay. I'm going to change my life. I'm going to start eating better. I'm going to start exercising. And, you know, and the first, the first couple of weeks, it's like, oh, you know, oh, I don't want to exercise. Right. <laughs> even, though, even though you decide that you want to, you know, you're changing your, your life. And, and these are things, some of the things that you have to do, you know, yeah. to make a better version, better ESME. You know, right. it took me, it took me a while, you know, to, to get that momentum because I would, you know, I would try and it's like, okay, uh, you know, I'd come home and, I would okay. I'm not gonna eat any junk food, you know, because I decided I'm not gonna do that. But then all of a sudden, I, I come home. I'm into the cakes and the cookies and yeah. <laughs> all the comfort foods. Right? Then I thought, right. and I thought, oh, Esme, you failed today. And then I, I thought, okay, I'm gonna start tomorrow. I'll start tomorrow. You know, so it took me a couple tomorrows before right. I, I was able to 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 actually um, you know to actually live the life and start eating properly and exercising on a regular basis and and start becoming more disciplined. It took me a while, so it's a journey, and uh, and so the, yeah, as you said, the first step it's tough, right. but you know, but you can't give up. You you know, you can't give up. Just like when I started um you know um, track and field, it was tough. You know, start, you know, learning how to sprint and it's tough. But after a while, if you keep going and going, it, it, it just, all of a sudden, everything becomes more natural. Yeah. It's like, you know, and you don't struggle anymore with it. You know, you right. learn how to run properly, you know. So it's the same thing with uh, overcoming stress and, and want to live your better, your best life. You know, yeah. it's just, it's a journey. So I say to your audience, take your time, decide what you want to do, decide what, how you want to live. Who do you want to be? Who's the person that you want to be and, 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 and just become that person, you know, and it's a journey to become that person. You know, it took me, like, it took me about, about three months before I started seeing that, you know, weight start, start losing the weight and start exercising and eating better. And then once I got into that routine, it's like, oh, I have momentum now, Yeah. you know, so momentum, which will push me forward, would keep me going. Right. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, right. It, it, it's almost the same way as when we get into that depression and we get into that funk and we're eating poorly and we're not exercising. There's momentum that keeps pushing that down. But then when we make that corner and we start right. going the opposite direction, that momentum will be there. And it just kind of, it's like a, a hand on your back, just pushing you along, guiding yes. you to, to stay with it and stay in the flow of how good right. it feels right now. Oh, exactly. Wow. Oh, and, and, and there's, and I'm telling you, it is really funny because once you start down, you know, getting, I'm putting on, again, I saw a clothes, like your clothes, that size, maybe one size, you know, less. And, yeah. you know, like it's, and, you know, it's like, oh, this is, this is, this looks good. Right. Oh, I'm starting, so, so it, it, be, it's, it, it actually motivates you, you know, it's like, oh yeah, I'm eating better. Oh, this is really good. And I'm feeling better. You know, yeah. so once you start feeling better, it really motivates you to continue that journey, that life where, you know, where all of a sudden it's like, yeah, this is the Esme I want to be. Now, is this Esme perfect? No, but mm-hmm. this is, this is a, for today. I am, as, as I keep saying, I'm perfectly imperfect, yes. you know, and it's a, it's a journey to continue to be better and better and better and better. Right, right. Yes which is a wonderful gold medal to strive for, right? It's just yes, always it the very best that we can be each day, right. each day, and right. not beating ourselves up for the days that it didn't turn out as well as we wanted it to be. We didn't do as well as we wish we would have. And it's right. okay. We get to start all over again with that brand new baby day tomorrow. You can start. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And because there's always hope, always hope for tomorrow. <laughs> you Absolutely. know, if you fail today and said, okay, pick yourself up. The worst thing you can do is just sit there and do nothing and wall in self-pity. Right. You know, oh, I'm so stressed and my life is no good. And, you know, all the negative things don't, you know, that's not the way to, to progress. And, and, and so when you, when you think negative and start thinking all these negative things, you sit there, it's like wallowing in your self-pity. But if right. you get up, you know, and even if you fall again, you keep getting up. It's like a baby. You know, yeah. a baby is, um, is not going to just sit there, take the first step and just sits there. It's like, oh, I try walking and it's not working. <laughs> right, right. Yep. <laughs> a baby's, baby's going to say, okay, and just keep persisting and persisting and persisting. Before you know that baby's um, walking and the baby's running. Yes. You know? And so, yeah. So then it's, it's about pers- being persistent in, in what you desert, decide to do, persistent in everything that you do. Right? And just know that um, you can do it. And, you know, and this said, it uh, goes back to the mindset. If you mm-hmm. think you can do something and you put action into it, action and work, yeah. right, then you'll be able to, you will accomplish whatever it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Words to live by. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, as may I tell you, the time goes by so quickly. I appreciate all of your words of wisdom. I appreciate sharing the struggles that you went through and and sharing your mother's story. It, it's right. so, I love understanding where people get their strength and where people get right. the skills that they have because so many times we get these skills and, and they're inherent in us or we learned it from a great mentor, like in your case, your mother. Right. And you can't, you couldn't learn this in a book. You couldn't learn this no. from school. These were life experiences and, and exactly. to be able to share those with the world is so, just such a grand blessing. And I'm so grateful that you were able to take the time and because I know your schedule is busy. 
<laughs> so to take the time and to be able to be on the show and, and to share that with my listeners, I'm just, I'm very blessed and I'm very grateful. My pleasure. Anytime, my friend. Anytime. Ah, yes. And as me, because I know people will be interested, there's many people dealing with stress on a daily basis. How can my audience get in touch with you? Yes, they can go to esmelawrence.com. And there's information about my coaching. There's information about, um, about me. And uh, yeah, so, so esme, E-S-M-I-E-L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E.com. Thank you so much. Perfect. Absolutely. And if you missed Esme's name, no worries. It will be in the show notes. So all you have to do is go to the show notes and you will find all of the information on how to connect with Esme. So again, thank you, Esme. I adore you. I am so blessed to call you my friend. And I know you and I will be talking soon. Oh, definitely. Well, I love you. You're awesome. And you know, thank you so much. I love your podcast. Keep, keep up the good work. Ah, thank you very much. Yes, and we forgot to mention that Esme also has her own podcast, which is called Sprinting to Success. To Success. And sprinting because she is an Olympian. She knows what she's talking about. (laughs) So, all right, Esme, thank you so much. And thank you, audience, for being here and listening. And I know that you gleaned some great information from this beautiful woman who shared her heart with us today. Have a beautiful rest of your day, and we'll see you back here again in one week. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for spending time with us today. Please go to nadahogan.com for show notes and other information that you can use right away. If you like what you've heard here, please subscribe to the podcast. And don't forget to rate and review right there on iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tell your friends about it. We'll see you next week.